Hey everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of Trashy Divorces, everybody's favorite good podcast about bad relationships. My name is Stacy. Hey friends, Alicia here. Thanks so much for joining us for today's tale of marital misadventure. Who have you got for us today, Alicia? Oh my, the two trashy divorces and many trashy decisions of Tracy Morgan. Ah, comedian. What a ride he is in, in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. Tracy Morgan, best known for his time on Saturday Night Live and all-around comedic genius. Tracy Morgan, though, although a funny guy, has had actual heaps of not only controversy in his life, but tragedy as mm -hmm. well. From a difficult childhood to dealing drugs to dropping out of high school to care for his dying father to the heights of comedy success on SNL and his own sitcom, too. Don't forget 30 Rock. Tracy Morgan has basically seen it all. During his comedy career, Morgan has been accused of making a variety of offensive jokes towards many different groups, but is also never afraid to make fun of himself as well. This is a good one, friends. Tracy Morgan, he's still standing. <laughs> he is that. Alicia, what should we do now to get to the story? We gotta go, go, go. All right, Alicia, tell me about funny man Tracy Morgan. Tracy Jamal Morgan was born November the 10th, 1968 in Brooklyn, Scorpio man. He grows up in the housing projects of Bedford-Stuy. When he was six years old, Tracy's parents divorced. And it turns out that his mom kicks his dad out because of his father's drug addiction. Hmm. This does, as you can imagine, have an enormous effect on young Tracy, and causes him to resent his mom in this situation. Wow. Saying, I was like any other inner city kid with a chip on his shoulder because his daddy and his mama weren't together. That's tough. Now, tougher, Tracy's father had become addicted to drugs during his time in the Vietnam War hmm. and was unable to overcome the habit when he returned from war. Knowing all that we did about PTSD at the time, I'm sure that was not a help. None of this changes. His father's addiction doesn't change at all the way that Tracy feels about his dad. They have a very strong relationship. Tracy tells Vanity Fair in 2019, My father was a heroin addict. He died of AIDS, but he was always in his kid's life. His kids were his legacy. Me, my brothers, and my sister were his world. We were his world. So, like a lot of other people we've talked about do, Tracy turned to comedy to help him cope with the sadness of his parents' split and also to help him handle the increasingly rough conditions of his childhood. Becoming funny definitely is going to pay off for Tracy later in life, but as a teenager, even Tracy cannot avoid the drug activities that he grows up in and around. Tracy Morgan says, my backyard became the city's market for crack and heroin, and our people were right there to participate in every way, as dealers, as addicts, and as statistics day after day. Tracy Morgan, like, he's really honest about himself. He admits that he even began selling crack, referring to himself as, quote-unquote, a crack dealer with a heart of gold, <laughs> unquote. 
Uh, he tells Rolling Stone, I was the worst drug dealer you can imagine. I would throw meetings with the fucking crackheads. I'd tell them, listen, I'm tired of all your bullshit. you got to get your shit together. Oh, my Unquote. God. Crack holding, dealer. Holding, holding interventions with his customers. That's <laughs> Crack dealer with a heart of gold. Hmm. So when Tracy's a senior in high school, he will learn that his father is suffering from AIDS. Tracy drops out of high school to care for his dad and will continue to sell drugs to support the both of them. It's not long before Tracy regrets that choice, telling Fresh Air, it still bothers me today, but it's something I did. It was survival. During this time, Tracy's best friend, Alan, was killed in a drug deal gone bad at the age of 19. Tracy Morgan, also from that Fresh Air interview, speaks about this tragedy, saying, Alan would say to me, yo, Tracy, man, you should be doing comedy. A week later, he was murdered. And that, for me, that was like my Vietnam. I had my survival guilt when I started to achieve success. Why, I made it out, and some guys didn't. That's rough. So his best friend is murdered. His father is dying. That's rough. And he's 19. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, this is a, I'm Mm -hmm. still standing for sure. We're here for trashy divorces, so let's get Tracy to his first wife. I'm sure this happened too young and was very well thought out. It was during these difficult years, mm-hmm. as Afor mentioned, that he will meet his first wife. It is that fine day when Tracy's out scalping tickets and selling drugs outside of Yankee Stadium. Like you do. When he spots a girl and is immediately attracted to her. Tracy writes in his memoir, I'm the new black after seeing Sabina. He told his friend that he just saw a, quote, bomb-ass chick on the payphone. I could pull her like a hamstring, unquote. (laughs) This story really is a mix of tragedy and comedy. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're Mm going to see it all coming. So Tracy strolls on up to Sabina at Yankee Stadium and starts a conversation, and they soon begin dating. He's only 17. Wow. Okay. Sabina's 22, older lady. Oh, wow. With two kids from two different fathers. But interestingly, it was her children that partially helped Tracy get on the straight and narrow. Hmm. Her kids bring Tracy a little bit of responsibility. Like, whoa, wait a minute. I maybe need to step up. He mm-hmm. wants better for them. Right. So after moving in with Sabina and her sons, Tracy really does try to make an honest living. Sadly, though, in 1987, Tracy's father will pass away from complications from AIDS. So it's shortly after his father's death that Tracy comes home one day to find Sabina ironing their clothes. And he asked her why she was doing that. Why are you ironing? That's sort of a weird flex on a, you know, a Tuesday. And Sabina says it's time for them to get married. And I'm ironing our clothes so we can go get married. Okay. That is very matter of fact. Tracy doesn't argue with Sabina's plan. I mean, it's so practical. So Sabina and the boys really do help Tracy get through a sad time. Tracy Morgan legally adopts both of her children. And in 1992, Tracy and Sabina have a son together. So Tracy at this point is steadily working in stand-up now and honing his craft taking stage time wherever he can find it in the New York comedy scene. He is able to move the family from a rundown apartment near Yankee Stadium to a nicer neighborhood in the Bronx. 
And Sabina, holy cat, she's a constant supporter of Tracy's career. When he gets discouraged and wants to give up, she makes sure that he never gives up. According to the New Yorker, Sabina would tell him, I've got you, but you have to keep at this no matter how hard it gets. It's nice to have a woman on your side. Yeah. So through the stand-up world, Tracy Morgan meets Martin Lawrence, who thinks Tracy's pretty funny. So Tracy gets his first break when he's an extra on the TV show Martin by playing the character of Hustle Man. Hustle Man. After that, Tracy makes an appearance on HBO's Deaf Comedy Jam, mm-hmm. further making a name for himself. To get us to 1996, where Tracy Morgan gets his big break, landing a part as a regular on the Saturday Night Live cast. Another little spiderweb fun fact, Tracy Morgan was actually chosen over Stephen Colbert in the final round wow. of auditions. Wow. What, yep. what an interesting, like... If Wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It seems like things are looking up for Tracy. It's all, you got a wife who believes in you and kids. SNL. It's great. Sure. One of the plum perches in comedy is being on SNL. 1996, because I'm still standing, is also the year that Tracy Morgan was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Wow. Tracy doesn't take his diagnosis seriously for many, many, many years causing him to become seriously ill and in the future need a kidney transplant. Wow. Just put that in your back pocket. We're going to come back around to that. Now, in the beginning at SNL, Tracy Morgan doesn't really like it because he doesn't feel like he fits in. He and Tim Meadows at the time are the only black cast members. And Tracy honestly wonders if he's only hired because... Of that reason. I'm a black guy. You needed to round out your cast. Lorne Michaels once tells Tracy he wasn't there because he was black. He was there because he was funny. Tracy Morgan will tell Rolling Stone, I never forgot that. I'm here because I'm funny. And Tracy Morgan spends eight seasons as a cast member on Saturday Night Live. He did some really funny work there, too. Very much. In 2003, Tracy's going to get his own sitcom called The Tracy Morgan Show. And the family will move from Bronx to Los Angeles for filming. Unfortunately, though, the Tracy Morgan show never really took off and was canceled after one season. So let's go ahead and get to 2005, because that's a pretty rough year for Tracy Morgan. In 2005, Tracy was arrested for driving under the influence, not once, but twice. Hmm. The first time was in Hollywood. And Morgan was sentenced to three years of probation. About nine months later, Tracy was arrested again for DUI in Manhattan. This time it was more serious because his arrest was a probation violation in addition to the DUI. Yeah, that's not great. Tracy was able to avoid jail time, but was sentenced to community service, required to attend a doctor-supervised alcohol program, and wear an alcohol monitor. When he was found to have had a drink while wearing the monitoring device, his sentence to wear that said monitoring device was extended. Of his drunk driving, Tracy Morgan said, It happened. Unfortunately, it happened. I'm not perfect. I'm like anyone else. Driving under the influence isn't cool. I have kids, and I don't want anyone to get the wrong message about that. 
It's something I've resolved in my life. Things got a little bumpy and it was taken care of. And I feel great about it and I feel good in my sobriety. I said 2005 was a pretty big year. It's also the year that Tracy and Sabina separate. Hmm. Although they're not going to divorce for a number of years. Interesting. They just simply separate at this point in 2005. Now, do Tracy Morgan's legal troubles stop his career at all? Heck no. Next year, 2006, Tracy Morgan's cast on 30 Rock. The show 30 Rock even writes in his ankle monitor as part of the story. I think I remember that. I didn't realize that it was... Mandated by the court. Sure, sure. So during this time, Tracy Morgan makes several public appearances and television interviews where he does appear to be intoxicated, leaving many people concerned about his sobriety. To get us to, good Lord, in the story, May 2007, when a Miami disc jockey filed a misdemeanor battery complaint against Tracy Morgan, alleging he groped and kissed her without consent. Yikes. She claimed he smelled of alcohol at the time. Then, in a video clip of Morgan on a Texas ABC affiliate, that was posted to YouTube. It's called Tracy Morgan Wasted on Live TV. Oh, no. In the video, Morgan takes off his shirt, slaps his tummy, and jokes that the sound is a mating call, quote, unquote. After all this bad publicity, <laughs> your face. It's, I'm, yeah. Mm. So after all this bad publicity, Tracy Morgan denies being drunk and said he was disappointed in the negative media coverage. But alas, folks, you know, with eyes and noses and brains mm-hmm. are still a little skeptical. And apparently Sabina also thought that he was drinking. In January 2008, so three years later, finally Sabina files for divorce, saying it's terrible that he's drinking again. He knows he shouldn't be doing that for so many reasons, his health especially. So, yeah, I mean, his his mother left his father because of his substance misuse, and so he's repeating that cycle. That's too bad. Very much. So, Sabina... Three years after they separate is like, I think I'd like a divorce, please. But then, whoa, Sabina changes her mind because the couple continues to remain legally married. Hmm. In name only, though, because the two still have been separated since 2005. They're living separately. And like Tracy isn't pining away for Sabina. He is openly dating. Sure. Out there on the market available. But they're parents of kids, so hopefully, you know, there's a bond there. See, the cute part about this is you're like little Bambi in the woods and you don't even know what exactly is coming. So Tracy, no problem getting the ladies. He's seen out with his new girlfriend, Tanisha Hall, frequently. They're photographed everywhere, looking very much in love And in his 2009 memoir, again called I Am the New Black, he gushes about Tanisha Hall. Finally, in August 2009, so this is a year and a half after Sabina tried to file for divorce, Tracy decides to file for divorce from Sabina, and this time the couple does complete the divorce process. With all of their friends saying, no big surprise, Mm -hmm. they've been living separate lives for years. A friend of the couple 
reportedly told the New York Daily News basically they were divorced without the paperwork. It seems like he's had a different girlfriend every five months or so. In the past three years, I've met three girlfriends. So it does seem that Tracy Morgan has taken some responsibility for his drinking, causing those marital problems, to your point. He'll tell CNN in 2010 that he had to stop drinking because, quote, I started to even hurt people that I love. Sadly, Sabina dies in late 2016 after a battle with cancer. Oh, that sucks. After her death, Tracy Morgan gets involved with charities that raise money for cancer research. And in 2019, hosted the ESPY Awards, ESPY, which raised money for the V Foundation for Cancer Research. He tells Entertainment Weekly, My ex-wife passed away from cancer three years ago, so when I go on that stage, that will be for my ex-wife. That will be for my kids. Mm -hmm. And that still, in the still standing, sad for Sabina, marriage number one, over and out. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Tanisha Hall and the body part you don't see coming. Oh, no. We'll see you on the flip. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, Alicia, um, what is this body part you don't see coming? Yeah, this is the next section of the Tracy Morgan story mm-hmm. I like to call thanks for the kidney, but I want to break up now. Because he ignored his diabetes diagnosis. Okay. In 2010, mm-hmm. Tracy Morgan and Tanisha Hall appear to be very happy together when they receive... The bad news that Tracy is going to need a kidney transplant. Because, right, for all those years, he mismanaged his type 2 diabetes. He had not taken any of the health risks from that diagnosis seriously. And now complications from the disease have caused serious damage to his body. Sure. The public, and probably Tracy too, was really surprised to learn that Tanisha was a perfect match. To donate her kidney to Tracy Morgan. What are the odds? That must be astronomical. Wow. I'm still standing, right? Yeah. And not only that, not only is Tanisha a perfect match, she agrees to do it. So the surgery happens in December 2010 at the 2011 SAG Awards, Screen Actors Guild Awards, in January 2011, just a month later. Tracy Morgan tells Entertainment News on the red carpet that he would like to thank Tanisha for donating my kidney to me. Now, I'm going to stop, Tracy, because it's not donating my kidney. I guess it's yours now. But previously, it belonged to Tanisha. 
Yeah, however this story goes, she is a genuine hero for being willing to donate an organ to another human being voluntarily. Okay, so I wanted to unpack that first sentence because there's another sentence here. So the surgery, December 2010. Okay. January 2011, a Mm -hmm. scant month Month later. later. Okay, let's go back to Tracy Morgan's statement on the red carpet. I'd like to thank Tanisha for donating my kidney to me. We were together, but then we separated. But she also gave me a kidney. Oh, my God. So she, well, mm, I would love to know the timeline there. Do we know the timeline there? So Tanisha Hall is not even Tracy Morgan's date that night a month later to the SAG Awards. But her her kidney is. (laughs) So one month after donating her kidney to her boyfriend, like, questions, did the couple break up? No, it was discovered that Tracy Morgan broke up with Tanisha Hall two months before the surgery. And she still still donated her kidney. Seriously, what a hero. A friend of Tanisha's said that this is, well, what a hero or ulterior motives. So a friend of Tanisha's said that she had hoped to get back together with Tracy And the friend says, quote, I won't say that's the only reason she gave him the kidney, but it was a major factor, unquote. But apparently even giving Tracy Morgan a vital organ was not enough to get Tracy Morgan back to her side. Tracy Morgan had already moved on. Hopefully she does not regret her gift of life. That is all I will say. This next section... Of the story is called His Dream Woman, A Mm. Tragic Accident, A Trip Mm. to Heaven, and A Walk Down the Aisle. That is so much. Let's just go section by section. Sure. We'll just pace it through. Just paragraph by paragraph. In early 2011, right? We just left the SAG Awards with My New Kidney. My New Kidney, my ex-girlfriend. Tracy Morgan was set up on a blind date by a mutual friend with a woman named Megan Walliver. Tracy really loves that love at first sight thing. The heart wants, same thing. No Yankee Stadium this time, but Tracy in 2015 will tell people, quote, the very first thing I said to Megan when I met her was, you're going to be my wife. No joke, before I even said hello, I knew we'd be married one day, (laughs) unquote. In September 2011, SAG Awards in January, major surgery December, Good Lord. All right. Nine months later, the couple announces their engagement. They say they have plans to marry in 2014, but they don't explain the reason for a three-year-long engagement. Mm -hmm. But alas, January 2013, Tracy and Megan announce they're expecting a child. And Tracy is, quote, over the moon excited and just wants a happy and healthy baby and a safe delivery for Megan, unquote, fortunately, that's exactly what happened Great. in July 2013 when they welcome their daughter. However, life does take a tragic turn for the family on June 7th, 2014, when Tracy Morgan was involved in a deadly accident on a New Jersey highway. He and some friends and colleagues were being driven in a bus after performing at a stand-up gig. There bus is struck by a Walmart tractor trailer. Yeah, I remember when this happened. Tracy's really good friend, comedian James McNair, known as Jimmy Mack, was killed. 
Tracy Morgan himself broke several ribs, his nose, and his leg. But much more seriously, Tracy suffered traumatic brain injury and was in a coma for two weeks. Yeah, he very nearly died. I'm still standing. It is remarkable. Yeah, terrible, terrible accident. After spending several weeks in the hospital, Tracy Morgan goes to a rehab facility for the rest of the year to help him recover. Having been in a bad car accident myself and spending six months in a rehab facility, it is... Mm -hmm. I know that life. Uh, He undergoes daily speech, cognitive, physical, and vocational therapies in an attempt to return to his previous self. Yeah, it sure looked like his career was just going to have to be over. Oh, yeah. Like it, I mean, this this was terrible. Terrible. He's in a wheelchair for a number of months, five months. Megan Wooliver said she never considered not helping Tracy recover and that the accident made them stronger. Megan says, quote, people grow together, but this was just big. We really went through a life and death situation. You know, when you love someone, you stick in there. You pray for the best and you stick through it. During this time, Tracy Morgan will tell the New York Post, I love you all. I'm fighting very hard every day to get back. But even after being released, he still has some struggles. He'll say, quote, I have my good days and my bad days where I forget things, you know. There are times when I got the headaches and the nosebleeds. But he also said he wanted to get back to touring again. Once he was able, Tracy Morgan appears on many interviews with his attorney and was super emotional about Jimmy Mack's death, his friend's Mm -hmm. death. He blames himself for that. Tracy says in an interview with ABC7, when you're in an accident, your life is shattered. When you lost a friend like that, your life is shattered. I have to forgive myself for asking everyone to be on that bus. I had to forgive myself so I could move forward. Now, naturally, bus hit by a Walmart truck driver. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a high-profile lawsuit with Walmart. It was determined that the driver of that semi had been awake for 28 hours straight. In May 2015, the suit was settled. Court documents indicate the settlement was possibly more than $90 million. Wow for Tracy Morgan and the other passenger in the vehicle. His attorneys have disputed that total, but it is said that that financial settlement was enough for Tracy Morgan and the other comedians never to have to work again, as well as for Jimmy Mack's kids. I was going to say, I'm sure there was a wrongful death. Absolutely. To be taken care of for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Tracy told GQ Magazine in November 2015, let's just say Walmart stepped up for me and for Jimmy's kids, and I'm very happy. Tracy's gone on to say that he has worked hard to forgive the Walmart truck driver. He'll tell Vulture Magazine that he had to do that in order to move on with his life. Quote, the hardest part about all of this was forgiving that driver. Because if I didn't do that, we wouldn't be sitting here talking. I couldn't move forward if I ain't forgive him. I ask God for the strength. That's the only way that strength come from. You ever had people do wrong to you? You ever forgive them? Where do you think that kind of strength come from? The government? No. (laughs) He would also bring up his friend Jimmy Mack in interviews and talk about what a good man he was. 
Tracy tells New York Magazine, I love Jimmy. He was my OG. Jimmy was very funny, and he would facilitate things with me. I was like, hey, Jimmy, I want you to go out with me and go out to Delaware to do the show. And he said, I'm in. Boom. I got to live with that every day because I asked him to be there. But again, Tracy also realizing that he has to move forward with his life. So the opposite side of that is Tracy saying, quote, my daughter's a baby, my wife is young, and I've got to live, I've got to grow, and if I stay back there, then I won't grow. So Tracy Morgan takes a major step forward when he and Megan marry August 23rd, 2015. This is 14 months after the accident. Megan says, After almost losing Tracy last year, I am so grateful to finally be married to the love of my life. We've been through so much, and our love is stronger for it. In June of 2015, Tracy tells People magazine that he had been determined to walk his wife down the aisle by his wedding day. Quote, I don't want to walk my wife down the aisle with a cane or in a wheelchair, so I had to go hard with the therapy. I had to get better. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. In 2016, Tracy sits down with Oprah Winfrey hmm. for an interview on Super Soul Sunday. Oprah and Tracy will discuss his near-death experience, and Tracy tells Oprah that he believes he went to heaven. Quote, I was talking to my dad. He had this green thing on. I just remembering him saying, I'm not ready for you, son. And I started crying so hard. And my dad was like, I'm not ready for you, son. Tracy further explains, something's different the way I am with people. Something's just different. I find myself saying I love you 200 times a day to strangers. I don't care. I don't have to know you to love you. I love you. That's how we're supposed to be as human beings. We're supposed to take care of each other. What we sometimes see down here on earth, there ain't no room for that up in heaven. I'm a little teary as I've yeah. had a similar experience. They told me the same thing. We're not ready for you. Go back. I fully mm. understand and put a lot of faith in mm -hmm. that. Near-death experiences are a thing. So, huzzah! With the accident and lawsuit behind them, the couple take some of that settlement money and purchase a $14 million home, 31,000 square feet in this mansion in New Jersey. Tracy Morgan is going to make some extensive additions and improvements to the home after moving in. What are those, you ask? Uh, what are those, I ask? A bowling alley in the Sh basement. I was thinking like physical therapy stuff. Okay, a bowling alley in the basement. Okay, a 30,000-gallon shark tank suspended above the pool. Uh, can you repeat that? A 30,000-gallon shark tank suspended above the pool. So when you're swimming, you just look up and... At the shark. Sharks. Yeah. It's the Jaws experience. <laughs> There's also... I have never wanted something not to leak more. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> Let me tell you about the living room aquarium for his Pacific octopus. That That's not right, Tracy. You need to... That's not right. They're smart. They're intelligent creatures. Let it, let it go home. So Tracy goes on Howard Stern because, you know... People Why can't not? help it. They can't. They can't help in it. In 2018, and will reveal that he also 
spent some more of that settlement money on a Bugatti, a Lamborghini, and a Bentley convertible, and a $300,000 Range Rover with a refrigerator in it. Mm. Well, I mean, that's good for insulin. Sure. You're traveling on the road. You got to keep that insulin cold. Sure, sure. When Howard Stern asked Tracy Morgan how fast he drives his sports cars, Tracy said, one car crash is enough in my life. I do 30 miles per hour so that everybody in the fucking neighborhood can see me. There you go. What a good way to think about it. I drive real slow so everybody can see me. If I go fast, they might miss me. So I'm just going to putter along in my Lambo. So in 2018, Tracy's (laughs) even happier with his marriage. He tells GQ magazine... About Megan, quote, she's a fucking dime and I know it. I've got a fetish for my wife, Mm. unquote. That's lovely. We're going to go ahead and take another break here to bring us to COVID lockdown Mm. because ain't nobody right after COVID lockdown. Our story takes a little bit of a shift at that point. Well, that's too bad. I I like that we're going to pause at I've got a fetish for my wife, which is just an amazing sentiment. Yeah, I got a fetish for my wife. She's a real dime. We're going to come back on the flip to talk about COVID and after. Mm. Back in a minute. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Don't tell me it all goes wrong in lockdown. Didn't you pay attention to the intro to Divorces, babe? Yeah, 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 it's going to go terrible. So it doesn't start terrible, right? Tracy Morgan, back in health, taking care of himself, new wife, new baby. She's a real snack. Plenty of cash, plenty of Lambos, refrigerator in the Rolls Royce. Sure. Okay. During the initial phases of the pandemic shutdown, Tracy Morgan has a few interviews that kind of make people wonder if he's joking or if perhaps there's something a little bit more going on. The first is with poor Hoda Kotb. Oh, God. God. Poor Hoda Kotb. In April 2020, Tracy is being interviewed by Hoda on the Today Show, where Tracy gives a little bit more information about his sex life with Megan than... Hoda Kotb maybe had expected for, or wanted. For a morning show, yeah. Tracy Morgan goes into graphic detail about he and his wife's sex life during coronavirus quarantine. He claimed they were having a lot of sex and trying new things. <laughs> From Tracy Morgan, quote, Me and my wife have been quarantined in here for like three weeks, so she's pregnant three times. Every <laughs> week she got pregnant, unquote. <laughs> So even though this interview was done remotely, because every yeah. like, we were on Zoom, right? Hoda Kotb's discomfort is clearly visible, and she's trying to change the subject. But the more she tries to change the subject, the more Tracy Morgan's not having it. And so he'll go on to elaborate a little bit further, much to Hoda Kotb's dismay. Quote, we're also role-playing a lot now. We're role-playing. She's playing a young maiden whose grandfather was infected with coronavirus. Oh, my God. I'm the scientist who discovered the cure. Oh, my God. And she'll do anything to save her grandfather's life. And 
I mean anything. This is more than anyone needs to know, yes. Sorry, unquote. So after this, Hodokabe's eyes are like wide open. Mm -hmm. And she just said, well, you are a creative one. (laughs) Okay, but remember the shark pool above the pool? How could I forget? Okay, because the interview, you'd think that would be the most awkward part. I'm a scientist and she'd do it. No, it gets more awkward. Uh, Tracy Morgan goes on to say that he was going to get all of his pets tested for coronavirus, including his shark. Just, just one, just, just a lonely shark quote. I'm going to get all my pets tested. I'm going to get my sharks tested. I'm going to get my moray eel tested. Oh no. I just bought a 600 pound silverback gorilla. I'm going to take him down to the New York Presbyterian and get him tested. And Hoda Kotb's just so confused, and she can't figure out if Tracy Morgan is joking. And she's like, are you real, or are you just pretending? And Tracy Morgan insists, no, I'm for real. This is real stuff. Tracy Morgan, this was, a, I mean, April 2020. It was some weird times it, it was for the world. It was a weird era. Tracy Morgan then goes on to defend President Trump and urges the country to pull together to support him. And Hoda Kotb is not the only one shocked and confused by the interview, Twitter starts firing up. I can only imagine the good old days of Twitter. The good old days of Twitter. There were some comments about Morgan's interview from the world. This was a bizarre interview, cringe-inducing. My husband and I had to change the channel. Hoda should have cut it short. Uh, another person, worst interview yet. Really, family's home and this is what you pump out at breakfast time? Another commenter, wow, that was hard to watch. Hoda did a great job with an awkward interview. But not everybody was exactly critical of Tracy Morgan. Some positive feedback here. This interview is exactly what I needed this morning. Tracy Morgan is a genius surrealist. Another person sharing, I'm dying. He loves making people uncomfortable. (laughs) In May 2020, so a month later... Tracy gives perhaps a more coherent interview to People magazine, gushing about his wife and daughter. He'll tell People how much he's enjoying quarantining with them together during the pandemic. Quote, we're taking this time to get closer, loving more, and being patient with each other. My life is always so busy, and now I get time just to be with my family. Unquote. Remember when I said that was May 2020? May 2020. Yeah, skip ahead to July 2020. Megan files for divorce. Wow. Okay. Tracy Morgan releases this statement through his spokesperson. Sadly, after five years of marriage, Megan and I are filing for divorce. This is a challenging time for all involved. So I ask that you please respect our privacy. We're just role playing. She's a woman who's done with me. And I'm the guy she's done with. Megan's representative released a separate statement. We can confirm that Megan filed for divorce yesterday. This is a private matter for the family. Megan's primary focus remains on the best interest of the party's daughter. She asks that the family's privacy be respected during this difficult time, unquote. TMZ, you know, it's not a real trashy divorces story unless we can get in Howard Stern and TMZ. Sure. TMZ reported there was a prenup in place. Of course. But Megan is requesting full custody of their daughter. Wow. In response, Tracy Morgan requested joint legal custody. Mm -hmm. 
and that Megan be required to stop using his last name of Morgan and change her name back to her maiden name. TMZ also claims that in the court papers, quote, she made it clear she wants the prenuptial agreement put forth, which states she is obligated to alimony payments as well as child support for their daughter. He's obligated to make those? Correct. Okay. That was part of the prenup. So paying for her legal fees sure, is that, also... Right, that makes more sense than it sounded like she was on the hook to pay him. No, um, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. She wants her alimony right. as well as child support, mm-hmm. as well as also mentioned in the prenup documents, her legal fees. Yeah, this all sounds quite standard. No official details of the couple's divorce settlement or agreement were ever released. Morgan and Tracy, out. How do you explain that to the shark and the silverback gorilla and the octopus? Like, (laughs) mom left and she's not coming back. I'm so sorry. I don't know. I don't know how good vision is and if they'd recognize that it's another lady who's come in because Tracy Morgan ain't wasted no time. Oh no. He's not wallowing in his broken marriage. How do you introduce the new girlfriend to the sharks and, and the, the silverback gorilla and the octopus? Okay. So I'm really glad you're sitting down because you know Megan files for divorce and just hours oh, after God. his split from Megan, Tracy's out uh, having dinner with a group of ladies, noticeably not wearing his wedding ring. A group of ladies. A group of ladies. Yeah, a whole a whole gaggle auditioning, perhaps mm-hmm. auditioning someone for his his new girlfriend role. A witness reports that Tracy Morgan quote looked more than satisfied as he soaked up the attention from the ladies' son's wedding ring unquote. Hmm. But hey, guess it went well for one of them because the next day. Tracy's seen back at his New Jersey mansion, driving with an unidentified woman in the passenger seat. At 30 miles an hour, so everyone everyone can see see them. In November 2021, Tracy Morgan denies rumors that he had a new girlfriend after being seen many times with this mystery woman who was always wearing a mask. In September 2022... But like a COVID-style mask, I'm guessing not... Well, sure, not like a Batman mask. Not like a weird mask. Okay. Okay, not that Batman's weird, but we... Okay. Sure. It's not like a Mandalorian helmet, although that would be awesome. In September of 2022, Tracy Morgan tells Jimmy Kimmel when he was a guest on his show that he's actively dating and using dating apps to find hookups. This, I, I mean, funny guy, I guess. Tracy Morgan says... Quote, my Tinder profile is a Walmart truck dropping off a bag of money on my... Morgan said as Kimmel, along with his audience, interrupted him with applause and laughter. Wow. Jimmy Kimmel follows up and asks Tracy Morgan what he's looking for in a woman. And Tracy responds, I'm an older man now, so no self-esteem, low integrity, serious daddy issues. That's what works for me. That's what works for me. Keeping a good sense of humor, though, about mm-hmm. his accident. Clearly. <laughs> uh, Tracy Morgan had previously told Seth Meyers that his financial advisor had given him some sound advice by telling him, he said you should wait at least a year before you get hit by another Walmart truck at least one year. I listened to him. I'm going for Amazon now. I'm going big now. Unquote. These are funny if uncomfortable jokes. So uncomfortable. 
And our name isn't even Hoda Kotb. Okay. Tracy continues to be seen with different women, but in February 2022, he finally confirmed that he was in a new relationship, revealing on Instagram that he was dating Helen Hernandez. Helen is a model and former Miss Aruba, and pictures are shown on his Insta of them together. They post pictures later that month on Valentine's Day of them together at the Super Bowl the day before. It is unclear if the couple is still together today. There were rumors that he was single again in April 2023 last month, but that turned out it was just because a fan had seen him walking alone. Remember, he goes slow so everybody can see him. As of now, today, Tracy Morgan has made no comment about his relationship status. One thing is confirmed, though. Tracy Morgan is back doing stand-up comedy. He kicked off his 2023 tour back in Pittsburgh on April 27th. And that, my dear, is the trashy divorce, I'm still standing Mm -hmm. saga of Tracy Morgan. No, I've been, I mean, I was a big fan of 30 Rock, but ever since that accident, I've been super rooting for him. Sounds like he is as weird as I sort of suspected. So as trash cans go for this one, it's tough. I'm not sure. What what do you think his Shark Tank guy makes annually? What is that guy's salary? Does the maid go clean out the refrigerator in the Rolls Royce? I mean, I don't even know. Okay, so however many trash cans can fill a Shark Tank yeah. above your pool, filled with kidneys, and... interesting. One kidney, at least. That's rough. Imagine. I think the sharks would eat that kidney right away, though. I don't. We don't really have this plan worked out. Probably fight over the kidney. It would. It would get. It would get real rowdy in the shark tank. Just don't throw organs in the. The shark guy is going to have a chat with you. I'm just saying, Tracy Morgan. I'm still standing. That's a hell of a story. That is a hell of a story. I mean, that is every. Tragedy and triumph in a life. We're not quite done with Tracy. I do have a little spiderweb coming up about Tracy being involved in a lawsuit about enabling sexual assault with Lauren Michaels and Jimmy Fallon, too. Yikes. And that's in our patron bonus. Yeah, patron listeners, stay tuned for that. That is not necessarily part of Tracy Morgan's trashy divorce. But I do have a little bit of follow-up if you stick around on Patreon. All of our patrons are the best, though. You're the best for coming and hanging out with us for yet another week. We appreciate you being here. Until we see you next week for a brand new Trashy Divorces. (sighs) Don't dip your hands in a shark tank. Just keep them clean. Yeah, keep your hands clean. Don't wash them near sharks or alligators while we're on the subject. Piranhas, steer, barracudas, don't do it. Use a sink, bar of soap. You can use that foamy soap that you squirt out that pre, pre-mixes. What, it, what even is that? Okay, I'm done. And keep your hearts trashy. And your kidneys clean. I don't know. I, I'm very confused now. We're taking a slow ride out of this episode. Big love, everybody. Thanks again. (laughs) Bye. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacey and Alicia, 
with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at trashydivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at trashydivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at patreon.com slash trashydivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again, everybody, for listening. Keep it trashy, y'all.